आई वी एम वेलकम टू एब्सोल्युटली राइट आई एम योर होस्ट अदिति सुराना टाइम फ्लाइज व्हेन यू आर हैविंग फन इजंट इट लास्ट ईयर अराउंड द सेम टाइम आई स्टिल रिमेंबर सिटिंग इन माय हैदराबाद हाउस एंड लिसनिंग टू वन ऑफ माय फेवरेट पॉडकास्ट कॉल्ड वेयर शुड वी बिगिन बाय एस्टर पेरेल एंड आई स्टार्टेड थिंकिंग टू माइसेल्फ व्हाट इफ वी स्टार्ट अ पॉडकास्ट वुडंट इट बी नाइस टू एनालाइज पीपल्स राइटिंग एंड डाइव डीप एंड हैव इंटीमेट कन्वर्सेशंस you know bring in different perspectives so that everybody who is listening to the show can get benefited by the conversations that get generated a simple thought clear idea when we started discussing this as a team we knew that we require mad hatters to really understand this idea and let the conversation be unedited unfiltered genuine and vulnerable finally we found ivm after some search and they understood what we are trying to get at and here we are after 40 episodes we actually experienced and created what we knew what we thought what we believed in with all my work over these years i am committed to create a tribe of people who believe in learning growing questioning moving forward you know not settling down to old beliefs and fixed ideas and every episode every conversation is built is dedicated to that larger goal and i must say every single member of this tribe every single listener is taking the entire idea forward so this episode is dedicated to you all a special ask me anything episode it's my way of saying thank you so much for being part of this journey thank you for all your questions feedback and all this love and trust last week i asked you to send me your questions along with your handwriting sample We picked two people based on their questions from all the requests sent. Like all our episodes, today's conversations are also raw, unedited, unfiltered. Let's see what questions these listeners have for me on the other side of this short break. Hey everybody, welcome to another great week on the IVM Podcast Network. If you haven't been following us on social media, please do. We're IVM Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Paytm Money and Intel. Their support is much appreciated. Before I tell you about some of the shows that we have for you this week, I really wanted to kind of really point out the incredible efforts of our host and our team. We've been able to maintain most of our production schedule in this lockdown which is going into 4 months now and I couldn't be happier with the fact that our hosts and team have been able to kind of just get all of this stuff out so incredibly well. So I just really really wanted to kind of call them out for that and thank them for their support in this time. And since I spent so much time talking about that and I want to get you out of here quickly, let me give you a quick update on a few shows that you should check out this week. On Saturdays we had Amish Tripathi really really interesting discussion both on dive deep into history Monty Panesar was on Edges and Sledges another really cool show on advertising is dead then my butt showed up that was a cool episode Malini Agarwal also probably better known as Miss Malini showed up on Absolutely Right it's just been an absolutely gangbusters week in terms of like the kind of guests we've had and the conversations we've had on the network please please do check some stuff out and with that let's get you back to your show So today we have Gunasundari with me. She is uh, the listener on the podcast. I am so excited. We are doing it for the first time because of the 40th episode that is that will be released this week on Friday. So we thought we should do something completely different than what we do generally. And as you know, on our Wednesday show we have different guests that we call in 
And we thought this episode is my thank you to every single person who has been listening and who is helping me build this entire space. So thank you so much. Thank you so much from our team, from the production team, from IBM team. And thank you, Gunasundari, for joining us. So how thank are you? you? And what are your questions well. for me? So, yeah. So the question I have is that uh, there is a lack of motivation in my life and I wa- I feel like I don't have control over my own life and some of my actions. Okay. So, I just I just want to know about myself more. I want to understand myself. Okay. So, if we look at it, when you no know, when the very moment we say we don't have control over our life, fundamentally, life is not something that we can control. Nobody can control what life looks like, what would happen. And my example to this is imagine you are on a bicycle and going about any city like i know you're from chennai but you know bombay we are very very famous for our potholes on the roads so when you actually ride a bicycle in that it's really difficult to feel comfortable obviously you feel every pothole you feel every every single jerk on your spine but yeah. the same road if you are in a car which has great shock absorber very very comfortable cushions then you don't feel the same journey as difficult as you would feel when you are on a bicycle right so when you talk about that you don't have control over your life it is about the vehicle that you are in and also the road so most yeah. of the time people believe that if my roads are smoother my life will be easier and i am of an opinion that we don't have any control over our roads they are what they are we are thrown into situations that are really really uncomfortable but we do have control over the vehicle that that is our personality that we can become so right now if you feel like a bicycle then every single jerk every single pothole every single you know abrupt break would feel like this unending painful process but at the same time if you turn yourself into this really really fancy car then you won't feel the journey as difficult as you feel right now so very true So the question that you are asking me about having control over life I feel if you become more successful and when you will become more successful you will know this you will turn back on our conversation and probably remember this this part but literally every single choice that we make uh, when we grow larger in our professional life you know uh, when we have more challenges you literally pick up new learning curves there is nobody who has become successful and i'm saying this also from a space of studying high performers i've seen them they become high performers only because they keep on picking up newer challenges and they really put themselves through uncomfortable zones so that yeah. that is that is given now let's come to your specific question now when you say uh, you don't feel like having uh, you don't have any control what do you mean what is a specific question that i can look at your writing and speak about so it's it's majorly that i'm very uh, fearful of taking up challenge and i like most of the time the dominating emotion within me is fear so and that is why i get so anxious before doing anything and i there is a fear of mis- making any mistakes you know that's majorly there okay now you know uh, we have all of us have fear of making mistakes because we are trained in a society where we are always supposed to be number one we are supposed to get that final result we are more result oriented 
culture than actually being process oriented culture now in the past the way we were we were a lot more process oriented but now we are more result oriented so if you don't get your results you will not get the recognition that you want and if i look at your writing closely i definitely find the need to be recognized for sure but i do not find fear of failure or fear of making mistake as much which is very interesting okay. because when you look at it and when you look at your own life you're like but i am really really scared now if i look at your writing i don't see that trait so okay. the fear that you're talking about is only because you're not getting the recognition for your efforts the way you think you should get it you okay. know probably mm. the the people around you may or may not agree with your dreams that that you are pursuing or they do not see how important they are for you so when you do something really important or if you go to the next level they do not uh, say applaud for you they do not encourage you they do not create that experience and you feel that you're moving forward and because you don't get all of this you keep telling yourself that probably i fear falling but let me ask you this question and i'm very sure about it so i am jumping in and actually asking you this question in this conversation when you yeah. really take risk when you are thrown into a situation do you really fear it or do you jump in and take up the challenge <laughs> i think i fear it you do for not now, jump in so no. for example for example if you are as i know you are a dancer so if yes. you are like if you are given a choice to to you know if somebody asks you would you like to perform would you like to dance you may dwell when you might not do what is required but if you're thrown into the situation if you're thrown on the stage and you're like okay now the music is on and now you go about it what do you do i'll dance for sure exactly right so you figure your way out so so if somebody who's really paralyzed by fear of failing would feel paralyzed in the situation where you are thrown there but in okay. your case that is not applicable okay okay so what you require to do right now you are definitely operating from a comfort zone you want everything to be correct you want all your ducks to be in a row to make sure that you feel comfortable with jumping but when you're thrown so i would recommend if i were you i would put myself into small small challenges before i'm ready something that is manageable not something that is really humongous because that may you know right now you're not comfortable but to build your muscle of experimenting i would put yourself i would put myself in different situations for example uh, many a times before being completely ready i announce that i'm going to do this instagram live i'm going to do this course i'm going to i know i'm not prepared for it but i also know myself when i have that challenge in front of me when i put myself if i announce something i know i would show up and i would deliver and i will figure my way out in that process so i have found that as a hack so mm-hmm. slight tension is good a lot of tension is paralyzing most people believe that tension is paralyzing which is not true okay okay mm-hmm. so we have to build some tension to really put ourselves into action so for example if your car is steady uh, you know the first gear requires a lot of effort because you have to put your car from the inertia that it was in into motion now that takes effort which i am talking about right now but if 
what people do is once their car is in the motion they're like i don't know how to control it so they feel paralyzed but there are two different activities here what you're talking about is the inertia to start inertia okay. to take action okay okay so you have to commit yourself to small actions small goals small tasks and the result will happen but you got to figure out what is your process so if you want to perform tomorrow if you want to have that show tomorrow that will happen as and when it is required but your process of say doing your rias your process of getting every day you know your uh, what you would say preparatory process on is very very important and i feel that is what you're not doing right now and you feel when i will get the bigger project i will give myself obviously i will do everything required and then you don't feel sure about it but if you are at your self if you are at that process every day and uh, you know i feel for me as a coach i keep reading and last 16 years other like literally like last year at some point i realized that there has been like i don't remember a day where i haven't carried a book or i haven't read or haven't thought about a session like i don't have any active memory like that because wherever i go i would have at least one book in my bag or i would be like reading something or listening to a podcast uh, and that has become a part of life because you're every day working and preparing to be ready for a session but a lot of preparation goes before and after the session and what happens in the session is only a game similarly for you as a dancer or as an actor you will do all of this before and after right now you're not working at it you're waiting for an opportunity to show up and you believe then you will act at it that's not going to help okay got it got it <laughs> over to you any other question you have for me yeah so um i also get a little confused about like whether i'm really passionate about this thing because most of the times what people say is you can't multitask you can't do so i'm a singer i'm a dancer and i'm also aspiring to be an actor so most of the times i don't know that whether uh, is this the right way i'm choosing or <laughs> what is it so i'm quite unsure about my own i'm not confident enough in my own uh, decisions you know so let's look at it okay if you pick one of the tasks to master it it requires a lot of work somebody who is multi talented all you have to remember that if you want to master three things if you want to be jack of all is a different story but if you want to be master of all then you'll have to put in three times the effort if you're up for the challenge i know so many people who are multi talented people who i also they call it multi potential which means that you're not multi talented in the beginning but as you start exploring and learning you know you can grasp new things and you have potential to learn new things so i don't believe that people can't be multitasking uh, artists i believe if many many people have that potential to do it but of course it requires three times the efforts and involvement now whatever you do if you are willing to be that involved and really really master it it's a different story but without which because you do something nice because you have talent to do something would not uh, assure that you will do it well professionally to claim you know the difference between having some form of talent and actually being able to deliver on that talent is your ability to promise the result when you say okay if i am a dancer i can figure this out because i know i have really worked on my craft 
if i'm a singer i have worked on my craft if i'm an actor i know my craft now to know all three of them you will have to put definitely three times the efforts to master it if you're willing to put that and if you're willing you know you're up for for a challenge then definitely it is not impossible but it requires efforts for sure true i agree with that and i feel people who who think that multitasking is not possible or i would not i, I don't believe in multitasking but i do believe in multi talented people right mm-hmm. so multitasking is dividing your involvement into everything and not being able to fulfill any one of them yeah. whereas yeah. multi talented is actually probably doing one thing at a time with 100% involvement there so that is mm-hmm. possible yeah yeah that's true Thank you so much. This was really, really interesting. I can't wait to have one more conversation like this. So, I we will be having one more person on on our show right now, and who is another listener from from uh, New Jersey. So, I'm really, really excited to have this conversation. Thank you, Gunasundari, for joining us today, and I hope you keep listening to Absolutely Right in the future. Thank you so much, Aditi. Thank you. Sachin Tendulkar, Virat Kohli. Don Bradman and now Cyrus Brocha okay probably not in the right company i mean don bradman is australian but it's called cyrus says a wonderful show about everything find the show on the ivm podcast app ivmpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts so we have teju right now who is a listener from new jersey and teju has been listening to the podcast probably for last one and a half two months so teju when did you discover absolutely right So I discovered I'm big fan of Trupti Khamkar's Golgappa oh. podcast. It's a Marathi podcast on IVM again. Uh, yes. So I've been listening to Trupti, I think, more than a year now. Okay. And then I'm going to uh, tell this to Trupti. She'll be really delighted to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't miss her podcast. And again, I got hooked on to yours. So yeah, I discovered you on uh, Trupti's podcast actually. And to okay. be honest with you, that was the first time ever I learned about graphology. I was like, okay, oh, what is nice. this? So when when you were talking about it, that was the first time ever I heard that oh, there is something like graphology and where you can analyze the handwriting, and found it extremely extremely interesting and started following nice. you immediately. Okay, so Tejo, <laughs> I have your handwriting in front of me, and as you mentioned in our previous conversation, that you are a poet and you have your own podcast. So I'm really keen mm-hmm. to know about that. But for right now, what is your question for me? Um so one thing is it's funny you mention about me being poet and uh, my podcast right so what i feel always is um, i'm kind of all over the place i do lot of things like i'm basically i'm a it professional so i work uh, i've been working in last 25 years in it field i'm being a okay. computer engineer um i read i write i directed short films i produce short wow. films i I am on board of couple of non-profit organizations, and I because podcast is a big thing now. So I have started podcast because I write stories. So I am reading my own stories. So my okay. question to you is, Aditi, I always found that I am interested in doing lot of things, but I don't see me achieving my potential in anything. Either it's not like I lose interest, but somehow if somebody else is doing it, I feel like wow, that's great. I want to do it. i start doing it and then i suddenly feel oh now i'm doing it so it's no big deal like i used to have a tv show on zee tv here like i did one full season of it after okay. that i kind of like okay if i did it it's it's okay it's it's not i, I kind of uh, do not go 
uh, I, I don't know what is holding me back. It's so interesting. The previous conversation I had with the other listener, he spoke about multi-talented, multi-potential behavior. And we ended that conversation in, he, that, on that note. <laughs> and here you are talking about, I have been a multi-potential woman and I've been trying everything. That's so beautiful. You know, sometimes just words and conversations just fall in place and you, you become a witness to the whole process. I'm getting goosebumps even thinking about it. <laughs> so thank you for that question. First of all, many times when we look at the the idea of achievement or experiencing something, the journeys, the way we draw in our minds are about reaching a particular task, reaching a particular objective, reaching that destination. And we believe that having you know gone through the journey and after reaching there, we will be happy in a certain way. Most of the time, people realize that when they reach that destination, they don't feel as happy as they expected themselves to be, right? And that is a personal experience. Nobody can define this for you. But for, for any reason, you can shift the focus and you realize that, oh, you know, reaching somewhere was important, but being able to figure that process out was equally important for me. For example, every time you write a poem, if you kind of find your own uh, emotions or if you know exactly what you want to say and the words match what you wanted to say to begin with, that experience, you know, it can be cathartic. If you are committed to that experience, then when you put it out there and whether people like it or whether they enjoy it, whether you get the kind of recognition you thought you must get, all of this becomes subjective. But when the journey is driven by the end result and, you know, we glorify that idea. As a, as a culture, we constantly talk about we must try multiple things and you should know all of it. But it is about the involvement. What I'm understanding looking at your writing is when you begin the process, you're really, really interested in it. You go on that journey, you take that journey around 50% and then you tend to lose the interest because the challenges are not challenging anymore. So you have created multiple horizontal learning curves, which means you created one learning curve in, say, filmmaking. And you said, oh, yeah, it was exciting. Or, and I'm very happy that you're authentic and honest to your own, own idea. You're like, okay, it is not fulfilling what I thought it will or what I had in mind. So let me drop it and start something else. So you're really authentic and honest to yourself. And you don't pretend that, oh, I'm okay just dragging my feet around and just pretending to be happy. Thankfully, you don't do that. But when you move and when you go to the next level, you go in another area and you start from minus zero or minus five and then you come to a neutral ground and then you reach five and then you lose interest again. So if you pick up one area or, you know, like if you combine few areas, you say, okay, this is my space and I'm going to keep on figuring out my next vertical learning curve you really find your way out there. Right now, there are multiple horizontal curves. So you like, let me trace this. Let me try this. Let me also have my one finger here. Because you know how to learn, Teju, you have figured out your way around it. You're a master at learning and learning it quickly. So what other people take, say, five years, 10 years to achieve, you kind of hack it in a faster manner, which is your advantage. But then you're definitely the, the journey must be compared with your own journey and your previous achievements or previous things that you have done here, which I don't think you're doing at this point in time. Oh, okay. 
And is that something you see in the handwriting? Like, is there a particular stroke? So there are multiple strokes that talk about this particular idea that I'm referring to. One of them is a stroke in the letter Y, which is like you begin your, the loop in the Y is incomplete. You bring the loop uh, down and you never take it up. You leave it halfway. This is one of the classic signs of executors who lose interest after finishing the task 50%. Now, for me also, when I combine it with other traits, I know that your driving force is not money, is not recognition, but is being able to learn something new. And that's why you keep exploring. So when yeah, That's actually it, very interesting, yeah. So I do find that if, something new that that's what interests me like i want to learn it and uh, so it's not like you actually you just hit the nail <laughs> right <laughs> at the head because i know it's, it's not it's never like this i'm going to make a lot of money or i'm going to right. get recognition but one interesting thing i noticed lately and it's just because of this whole uh, change with social media right so before we never used to get that instant gratification right. so i kind of remember myself holding back like I never had that uh, confidence to share my poems or my writing with others and a few years ago when blogging start I started first started putting out my stories out there in a blog and then suddenly saw okay people are appreciating it so I do have something in me but what I noticed is now it is that has become as a challenge now if I'm as you rightly mentioned right if I write a poem it's my expression like other might people might not interpret the same way i i was feeling it at that time and that's my own pleasure but to put it out somehow i get into that oh did people like it what did they say did they understand and uh, you know that's that's it has become now more like a challenge to write now in fact i like write less because for some reason somewhere in the back of my mind now i'm also looking for that recognition which was not there before so sure. sure. and I, and i completely hear this you know when we make our journey externally oriented and when we think about so uh, you know i have done an episode on this where i spoke about how pursuit of excellence is about how can i do better than what i did in the past or how can i create my masterpiece whereas perfectionism is about how would people like it social media has only made it available for you to look at it but as a person you have been a perfectionist and you are a perfectionist in many walks of your life so when you feel you may fail you may you know uh, you may not be able to create what you have in mind before that could happen you walk away you take a back seat you you refuse to engage further now you also call it lack of interest which we just spoke about but at in at a very very deep level you think this challenge is not worthy of my time because i can't guarantee that i will hack it if i write a poem that people might not like i'm not sure whether i'm interested in writing it anymore now that space is a space of perfectionism so those who are listening to our conversation right now if you are also feeling the same way then we have spoken about this on perfectly imperfect episode of absolutely right, right. because perfectionism is is you know so close to excellence it feels the same way we can't make out like if, whether i am doing it only because i want to pursue it or i'm doing it because i want my husband to like it my kids to approve it my 
my my viewers or my readers to enjoy it we cannot differentiate but for great artists they have spoken about this again and again that when they were externally oriented they were not as committed to their craft as they were otherwise so the very moment your attention goes on uh, how will people perceive this and i have i have personally experienced this right like when i began the journey of graphology or even now people really roll their eyes they really don't believe in this subject and they're like how could this be possible and after doing something for 16 years you like you expect people to you know at least not respect but at least look at you in a certain certain light it not like justify the overall existence of your work every time i have that expectation i am not willing to play i'm more concerned about how they are looking at it but then i realize oh no no it's not about whether they get it or not but you know how as human to fall fall either way especially when you get a lot of recognition and when people really praise you those are the moments that i feel i have saw, seen myself falling into the the pit that next time i want people to give me the similar recognition or you know like like really feel oh my god that was so cool aditi now more you walk away from that recognition in sanskrit we have a term idam namamam which means whatever comes out of me is not mine whatever work i do is not mine if you remember this and i feel i remember i try and remember this before every session before every conversation that i'm not doing it to begin with this is a result of all the people i have spoken to all the teachers i've learned from you know in the moment whatever you comes to your mind and it's it's just a result similarly when you write a poem when you write a story you think it is coming through you but it is not always only you it's all that you have experienced in your life that is causing this the very moment you you kind of take that score and you stay committed to the craft then other people fade away so it's like you know when you when you uh, click a picture some areas you zoom in and the very moment you zoom in on something other things fade out so that's the exact thing we have to practice and definitely you have to look at perfectionism as an area because many artists have this because that brings the excellence out of them at the same time it stands in your way it's like a double edged sword <laughs> <laughs> that's that's interesting actually yeah. <laughs> any other question for me yeah so anything else like you can see from the handwriting like what what the analysis you would tell me so one thing that i would definitely tell you is you know uh, in spite of all different experiments that you have done there is a style that you you deal with your projects with there is there is one uh, specific way in which you process your information whether and i want you to sit down after this conversation and really think about what was similar when i made movies when i made that show when i write now or when i think about podcast what is my style here what would i do whether anybody's watching or not watching you know when i'm when you kind of decode it i feel right now you haven't decoded it so you keep uh, questioning yourself every now and then you keep looking at your process but i don't know whether it will work or not because you do not know what your process looks like when you know what your process is because you have hacked many of them people hack two or three only two or three in their entire lifetime you've already finished hacking the six areas but what would be the actual satisfaction area for you what would be your masterpiece when you look at it and you say oh my god that was so cool i really enjoyed mm-hmm. so i i when i create podcast or when i create videos 
I create them the way I would like to listen to them. So when I when I found that there is no podcast where people use handwriting to have deeper conversation, I said, okay, there is nothing available, but I want to listen to it. So the the motivation of creating every episode comes from the listener inside me who wants to listen to certain certain kind of conversation. So what kind of poems would you like to read? What kind of communication do you think is amazing? And you want to strive for that excellence. So when you're serving yourself or like the artist within yourself, then the whole game changes. And then you start looking at things from other way around. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, so try this. that's something definitely to, as you said, you know, just sit down and think about. Yeah, think about it from the... One thing I, yeah, I notice that I enjoy the process always. Like even when I make movies, like the whole process, I do my own editing. The same, as you said, right? I learn on my own and just love that process. Like I can sit through the night doing I can that. imagine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so definitely that is something I need to, there is something common between all these activities and, you know, that's what I should be looking yes. at. And when you, when you find your own pattern, it becomes a hack. Then when you pick up any project, you know that I have my own process and I will probably take some time. I'll, I'll look at it differently. But right now, because that process is not, not clear or not in your control and it happens on its own, it is accidental. It's not something that you can claim. It's not something that you can count on. And that's why you question your ability to move forward. Okay. Because so there is, is a the, part of questioning. There's a part of questioning where you sit back and you're like, I don't know whether I should do this or not after a point. Now, like when, when podcast was new, you're excited about it. It was turning you on. And now when you're like caught the hang of it, you're like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't think I want to flirt with it anymore. Now, mm-hmm. keep figuring out what is your flirtation area with the podcast, with that idea. And keep playing with your important ideas. Don't give in to what people should do and what works and what doesn't work if it is not making you feel excited about. Definitely. Definitely. So is there like any other you can find from the hand? Definitely you you noticed about the why uh, stroke, right? So that, that's yes. so anything else you can tell me about? I think, I think uh, handwriting wise, more we go deeper here. It can become confusing, especially for people who are also listening in because they don't have a sample in front of them. So what I would keep in mind, definitely in your case, is to look at the aspects that we spoke about. So one was perfectionism, which is the stroke in the letter M, where the second hump of your letter M is taller than the first one, which is also mentioned in the episode of Absolutely Right, which is Perfectly Imperfect. Uh, the self-doubt area, which I spoke in the last part of our conversation, was our last week's episode, which again spoke about how we do not look at our identity and how we keep putting ourselves into these boxes given by other people's perspectives. So that is what you have to keep in mind. Now, as an independent woman, you have taken so many risks. The satisfaction part will come when you will not judge yourself too much and you will not become a perfectionist. Then you will feel satisfied because then you're not uh, talking only to the inner critic so much. Right now, the inner critic is in the driving seat. And that's why it is right. so challenging. Yeah, that's that's so true, actually. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like I feel like I'm talking to myself because I, you, a lot of time is almost like in Marathi, we say, right? Karta pan varat 
So oh, I know completely. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's true. And and also I feel sometimes someone else's perspective, or you know, I would verbalize it for you to look at it, which we don't do it to ourselves. We kind of give in to our, and I do that to myself. You know, if I'm if someone else uh, holds a mirror, I can see this in a better light. But we have our own narratives, and we keep repeating the same stories. without knowing that the stories can be looked at the characters can change we can change we don't give ourselves that scope because we operate from conclusions mm-hmm. so just to conclude our conversation self esteem or the our idea of self is built on two things one is our skill set in your case any skill set that you pick up you know you can hack it but the other part of idea of self or self esteem is how do you communicate with yourself what is your inner dialogue about whatever is happening then no matter how big or small your achievement is if the inner dialogue constantly tells you that this is not good enough then you believe your achievements are not good enough mm. right so this is where and that inner critique for you is a very very strong woman or i would say a strong girl who constantly believes that she needs to do something else and she needs to figure it out in a different way so that girl and this happens when as kids we don't get full recognition we don't feel completely accepted and we carry that image throughout so when you don't feel accepted as a kid as we grow up we also don't feel accepted as adults and as kids we probably could cry and could kind of seek attention in different ways when we grow up we seek attention by creating great work so if the motive behind the action is based on that lack of acceptance then it you you don't you don't enjoy the taste is not yeah. not enjoyable after some time because you're like yeah but i didn't i wanted a little more and i probably wanted to feel good enough and this work is also not making me feel that way and the next project is also not making me feel that way because the mold inside is still operating from that old space mm-hmm. and that's what we are talking about yes very interesting thank you <laughs> lovely lovely talking to you and no same it is so so, um, so candid at the same time so uh, relatable conversation for anybody who is listening in because all of us go through all these challenges every day you know some people have figured their way around it and some people haven't but these challenges are not uncommon all of us experience self doubt a uh, sense of perfectionism not wanting to fail or fall all of us are experiencing it so we just have to figure a way to hack this and move forward yeah thank you thank you yeah, thank you so much well. thanks aditi thank you i'm so happy we are doing it i cannot wait to have one more episode where we have listeners and, and talk to them i <laughs> just so excited thank you so much for being on this show thank you <laughs> yeah It's always an honor to look at someone's writing and comment about their life situation. Every person, every analysis, every conversation teaches me so much about the life lessons that I'm yet to learn and still leaves me wanting to learn more. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Absolutely Right. Do share your experience and send me your questions on my Instagram handle at Aditi Surana. This was fun. We are planning to do more of Ask Me Anything episodes in the future. To be a guest on our podcast and ask me anything based on your handwriting, you can send your questions on aditisurana.com/podcast. If you like this podcast, then don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on IVM Network. 
You can listen to us on the IVM Podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Let's connect on Friday in our 40th episode. Till then, happy writing. How many times have you motivated yourself to improve your sleep or lose weight or be more productive? How many times have you failed? Hi, my name is Ashtin Doctor. Tune into my show The Habit Coach Podcast where we focus on creating small tiny habits to improve your life instead of those big impossible tasks. So make listening to me a habit every Monday, Wednesday and Friday on the IVM Podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. or on your favorite podcasting app Namaskar this is Ashish Vidyarthi Yes my friend these are challenging times but in these challenging times we can create something extraordinary Do take time to listen to my podcast Begin the Journey available on the IVM podcast website app or wherever you listen to podcasts Remember we have a great opportunity called life Cheers